So there's a debate that started relatively late in the history of the church. Um, and it, it began to sort of happen around the time of the Protestant Reformation, so about 1,500 years in. Um, and that was the debate about whether we are saved through faith alone or through faith and works. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about this. And the Catholic side says, well, it's not faith alone. There are works involved. What we do has some cooperation with God's grace, something to do with our salvation. That's an annoying debate. And like many annoying debates, one of the reasons why it's annoying is because the answer on either side implies things that it wouldn't when you read them in context. Um, so for example, the Protestant side, when they say, oh, we're saved by faith alone, well, if you understand faith to be some act that you do of your own sort of volition, your own power, well, no, that's not what they mean at all. That's a sort of blatant heresy that was condemned in the first century. If you think the Catholic understanding is, yeah, we have faith and we do works and that's it, no, that's a completely false understanding of what's going on in Catholicism as well. So the fact that the debate is framed in this sort of binary way, it implies false things, implies wrong things about what's going on. There are, probably, I have no idea who's in heaven or hell, but there, there could be uncountable people in hell who believed every, every sort of aspect of the Christian faith. There could be uncountable people in hell who did from the, what, what from the outside appeared to be good, generous, charitable deeds. Neither of those things and both of them combined, that's not a, what, what salvation is really about. The debate is sort of framed in a misleading way. Nicodemus, who the gospel today illustrates, does not know what he's talking about. Comes to Jesus and says, you are a teacher and you do great works. So Nicodemus's understanding is that there is some teaching that we are supposed to assent to, which is faith, and that there are works that Jesus does that maybe we're supposed to imitate, which is works. And the very question itself, Jesus does not even like spend five seconds entertaining. He changes the subject. That debate is boring to Jesus. Those two topics are not interesting to him. Not that they're not important, but they're not the point. If it was just an ascent of knowledge, if it was just faith as a sort of intellectual act, I don't know, are we computers just being coded, just having data? Are we just memorizing things? And then the more we memorize stuff in our faith, the holier we are, the closer we are to God. I mean, there's nobody more educated in their faith at the time of Jesus than the Pharisees. And they're the ones responsible for his death. So it can't just be education of the mind in sort of knowing stuff about God. And knowing more and more stuff about God is extremely important. But it's not the point. It's not salvation. If it's works, okay, maybe we're not computers, but we're employees. And God is just our boss. And then when we die, he's going to pay us our, our salary. That's weird too. We're not computers and we're not just beings that just sort of memorize things and learn them. 
And we're definitely not just employees. However, Jesus is called the teacher, and we are called his disciples. So it's true, it's just incomplete. And in many parables, God is seen as you know the landowner or the boss, and we are seen as his workers, so that's true as well. But it's incomplete. And when we say, is it this or this, we, we, there's a sort of, sort of invisible implication that it's those things only. It is not. Look at what Jesus does. Changes the subject, unless you want it, one is born anew. He cannot enter this, the kingdom of God. If it was one of those two, or even a combination of both, somehow that's too easy. That's kind of an escape. Nicodemus, the one who, who sort of expresses things in this way, he comes to him at night. He's embarrassed. He wants things to be relatively easy. But either one of those is impossible. To believe what God speaks about himself cannot be done by any human power. We are unable to have faith without the help of God. It is something basically miraculous for us to believe what God reveals. Because what God reveals is so incomprehensible to us, so beyond our understanding. God is a mystery. <clears throat> and to sort of shift from that to saying, okay, you're a teacher that has come from God, and it's about faith, and I'm going to learn as much as I can about God, somehow there's a, there's a prideful attempt in that to reduce God. Because in saying my salvation comes in knowing about Him, that implies that I'm able to do that with my own power, and that I can somehow do it completely. We can't. No matter how much we learn about God, we will never begin to scratch the surface of who He is. Not even for a second. Not even with all of our effort and all of our brilliance. And good works, that would be great. You know why? And one of the things that draws us to good works is good works are popular. Doing good things, doing kind things for others, yeah. If you want to be liked, just do that. And the sad thing is that becomes our motivation. It's just that people like us. Well, what does that have to do with salvation? Being liked, like popularity, that can't be the basis for salvation. No, there's something embarrassing publicly speaking, socially speaking, about being a true disciple of Christ. We prefer painless things. And so we prefer knowledge because it's less painful than accepting that God is mysterious and beyond us. We prefer good works because we, prefer, we like being liked by people. And Nicodemus is coming pushing for that sort of trying to put those words into Christ's mouth. But the whole point of learning is to transform our mind. The whole point of working is to transform our heart into what? Well, when we learn enough to transform our understanding of ourselves, when we know that we know nothing, and when we know that we are too weak to do any good work without God, it leads us to repentance. 
That's what this, the sort of beginning of all this is. The beginning of all of it, the beginning of salvation, is not memorization and it's not doing a bunch of good stuff. It's repenting. It's understanding in a very deep way how broken we are. And then the works that come from that are works of repentance, not of earning God's love. Tomorrow is Ba'utha. Tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday are Ba'utha. Three days about repentance. Not about memorization, not about showing off how, how much we know, not about going in, in, on like chat rooms online and debating people and trying to convince them that we're right. And they're not about showing our good works either. The good work that, that our church is asking us to do for the next three days, that good work is the work of repentance, is the work of understanding how broken, how busted we are, how much we need God. And then the work is coming and begging Him for it. And confession and the other things that come with that. But again, repentance is only the first step. So knowledge and works are a sort of pre prerequisite. Repentance is the first step. Why though? Unless one is born anew. To be born anew means to become a child, not again. Not born again. Jesus never says that. The only person that says born again is Nicodemus, who doesn't know what he's talking about. To be born anew means to become a son or a daughter of God. It means to love not the way we want to love, but the way God loves. And it means to be brought into a family. The goal, salvation, is not faith and or works alone. It is the sacraments. It's baptism. It's water and the spirit. And baptism... And the, and the other sacraments solve this puzzle perfectly. Because the sacraments in our languages are called raza. Raza means a mystery. What is a sacrament? It is something that we cannot understand by definition. And it is a work, but it is a work of God that we receive. And so our ascent is not something that is something we can brag about. And when we have faith, it is not as of something that we can explain. It's of something that we receive as a mystery. And our work is a reception of God's work. And the goal of the sacraments is what salvation really is, is to unite us as sons and daughters into a family with God, with the God that we could never understand and whose love that we could never earn.